It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. But joining us now to kick things off, his very first time here on The Guy Benson Show, it is Adam Laxalt, who is now the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate in Nevada. He's the former attorney general of that state. He has a real shot at knocking off the Democratic incumbent in that race in November. If Republicans want to win back the Senate, this race is a crucial one and a golden opportunity for a pickup to flip a seat from blue to red. And Adam, it's great to have you here. Welcome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Just give us a little background about you and where you come from, and for the audience, most of which here does not live in Nevada, why should they be looking at, following, caring about the race that you're running against Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, the Democrat? Yeah, look, I think this is one of the premier matchups in the country, and given the issues going on in America right now, uh, to have two former attorneys general going to battle over the direction of my state and the direction of our country, you know, you, you really can't have a better matchup. She was a two-term attorney general. I took over uh, her office in 2014. And, you know, as I remind voters every single day, you know, with the border, with all the law and order issues, uh, you know, an attorney general should be able to step away from these far-left policies and actually stand with the American people. And uh, my opponent has a very, very terrible open border record. Uh, she continues to try to run that she fights against human trafficking, for, for, for one example, uh, when we all just saw uh, that, that horrible scene yesterday in San Antonio, which is a direct result of these Biden open border policies. And so, um, you know, we have a strong record from when I was attorney general of of standing for these values and uh you know i think the voters are going to have a really really stark choice considering nevada is number two in gas prices in america and uh people may think okay we're next to california so that nevada's probably used to high gas and they would be wrong (laughs) you know we 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 had two dollar gas in in just 2020 uh we've our gas has never looked like california but right now uh, we are at six dollars a gallon, and we look just behind California. And so, inflation is the same. We're number two in the country for inflation, and so all these big issues that are going on across the country are are at the you know the much worse in Nevada than they are in in most of America. And we have a senator that has just refused to break from from the base of her party, and uh, you know especially given her background, she should have known better. Yeah, and now voters will have an opportunity in Nevada to make a change, not just in that race, but across the state and across the country. You mentioned, you know, a lot of Americans are feeling the pinch. A lot of Americans are in pain over gas prices and inflation. But as you noted, it's worse in your state. And I think that has to come back to, among other things, the voting record of people sent to Washington, D.C. to represent 
Nevadans, right? Senator Cortez Masto, I don't think, I cannot think off the top of my head, and I follow this stuff pretty closely, of a single time that she has in any meaningful way broken from the leadership of her party. If Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi tell her to do something, she does it. She's basically the embodiment of a generic Democrat in a Democratic Party that is lurching further and further left. Not only did she vote for the $2 trillion in inflationary spending last year, she was also in favor of, along with every Democrat in her caucus except for Manchin and Cinema. She was one of the rest of the herd stampeding toward $5 trillion more in new spending, which would be even worse right now. The inflation, if you can imagine, it would be worse if Senator Cortez Masto had gotten her way and followed the leadership. It just seems like what she represents in D.C. is a lockstep guaranteed vote for whatever the Democrat Party leadership demands. And I don't know if that's really going to play very well this year, this cycle, given the results that we're all living through. Well, you know, and, and just exactly as, as voters hopefully are, are, are on to all these Democrat politicians now, uh, she spends every single day trying to pretend she's a moderate and trying to, you know, right. present some image of, of not being that candidate. And usually I get to start and stop with one proof point, which is exactly what you just said to all of your listeners, which is no one can name a time she stood with Joe Manchin when our country needed her, needed her to and when our state needed her to because she hasn't. And all the big key issues, she was not there. She's in the same swing state environment as Kirsten Cinema, and she could have taken the same steps that she has over the last few years, but our senator has not. No, she uh, votes like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, exactly. Her, 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 she, her, her voting record is 95% with Bernie Sanders and 97% with Biden. And, and so, again, then she'll turn and lie to the voters with the help of, of media, of course. And she's handing out, you know, $12,000 grants to law enforcement and trying to fool people that she's not anti-law enforcement. When in 2020, you know, she, she said that cops are systemically racist and the system needs to be overhauled. She voted for the George Floyd Policing Act. Uh, and, you know, these same Democrats in our state, which, you know, we have great law enforcement in Nevada. And, you know, I was honored to be the, the top law enforcement officer and work with them every single day. Well, these Democrats will stand with law enforcement at the, at the ribbon cuttings and, you know, take all the upside of standing with law enforcement when, when it's election time. Um, but when they needed them to stand up for them in 2020, and say, uh, look, are all law enforcement agencies in America perfect? No, of course there's some that, 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 that need change, but our law enforcement did not have that stuff going on, and she was nowhere to be found. Democrats in our state writ large were nowhere to be found. They jumped on the train, and they threw them all under the bus, and, you know, they, they certainly know it. They feel it acutely. They know they were abandoned, um, and I, ha I don't know why I have to remind people of this, but our law enforcement is nothing but ordinary Nevadans. A full composition of the electorate we have, their fathers, their mothers, you know, their, their kids are in school, um, and then their kids are subjected to, to this nonsense that their parents are somehow terrible people um, and, and, and have bad intentions. And it's, it's wrong. Um, and, and fortunately, I feel like the, the, the pendulum has swung greatly 
against a lot of this rhetoric, and and you have politicians like Senator Masto and yep, even Biden with the recently wind. trying to do an about face on this stuff. But I don't I don't think yep. they're going to get away with it. That's pretending like the things that they were saying two years ago that just doesn't fly anymore, so it doesn't exist anymore. Never mind, never mind. Pivot away. Let's look at this other thing. Let's talk about another issue, which is immigration. You talked about the just agonizing situation down in Texas with the death toll, I believe, last I saw, 53 illegal immigrants dying in that truck, abandoned there to cook to death by the drug cartels. Senator Cortez Masto, your opponent in Nevada, she is now trying to sort of talk a different game on immigration, but her voting record is what it is, right? She has been fully on board with the Democrats with this border crisis. Nothing, nothing that she has done has lifted a finger to try to alleviate the crisis in a constructive way. She's just sort of like a partisan robot who does exactly what the leadership always wants her to do. And we have a crisis that is already historically terrible. Then we have the Supreme Court decision today actually siding with the Biden administration. I happen to agree with it on the law. You might disagree. I think that if one president can sign a piece of paper on an executive order the next person should be able to come in and undo it with one signature as well but the consequences of reversing the remain in mexico policy which was a successful policy under president trump biden got rid of it because it had trump's name on it if you restore the previous status quo and uproot that trump policy Every single official that I've spoken to at the border says the crisis that's already terrible is going to somehow get even worse. And I just don't think that Democrats like Catherine Cortez Masto have a single plan on any of this stuff. They've supported it. And now they're trying to pretend I, I can see, you know, some of her statements she puts out trying to pretend that, oh, no, she's an independent voice. Uh, look at the votes. Right. She's not. Yeah, look, they built their whole po po big piece of their political coalition on this issue. Uh, we all know that they, they ran against uh, border policies for the entire Trump era. And, um, you know, now chickens are coming home to roost. I mean, Biden's about face is devastating for our country. It's devastating for our state. I, I did a press conference with a lot of our sheriffs in the state a couple months ago. And to hear them, you know, detail what it's like for a small law enforcement agency to have to combat these cartels coming through these drug corridors and, you know, whether it's fentanyl and opioids and human trafficking, you know, they simply do not have the resources. And I probably don't need to tell your audience, but it's always important to remind people that, you know, People are dying because of this every single day. It is ravaging our communities. More people are dying from fentanyl overdoses than, you know, car accidents and gun accidents combined. And, you know, is the, is the mainstream media emphasizing this? Are, are they covering yesterday's uh, in terrible scene around the clock for two straight weeks? Well, we all know they won't. Um, but if people truly understood that one plus one equals two on the border, that these deaths, these tragedies are directly attributable to Biden-Masto policies. I mean, nobody would stand for it. And, you know, I think a lot of people aren't standing for it while you're seeing the movement in the Hispanic community, you're seeing yep. movement in independence, you're seeing movement with suburban women, because, you know, it's, it's, it's a national security issue. 
Uh, it is a, you know, obviously you've got the economic issues, and then you just have the basic law and order issues that people are offended by. But how could we be a nation? How could someone like myself serve in the Navy and served in Iraq, you put a uniform on because nationhood means something, people are willing to fight and die for a country, and if we don't have a border that our own country is in charge of, then we don't have a country. And, and you know, people intuitively get that without the media, without all the spin uh, yep. that, that, of course, Democrats have. And, and people are really offended by it in my state. Well, and it seems to me that the bottom line in your state and a number of these other crucial Senate races and House races around the country, if you believe if you're in Nevada right now and you believe that things are going well and you want Joe Biden to have more help in Washington and more support to do what he wants and continue that agenda and keep this current status quo going and perhaps, uh, you know, doubling down on it. If that's what you think is necessary for the country, then vote to reelect Catherine Cortez Masto. If not, if you don't think that Biden and Schumer and Pelosi need even more help in Washington and you need you want to see a check and balance in this system, then you've got to vote for Adam Laxalt for U.S. Senate out in Nevada. I think it's really boils down to something that simple. Adam, we have 30 seconds. How do you win this race? What do you need to do? Look, we need support from across the country. The Democrats, uh, Soros has already spent a couple million. They've got over 50 million placed uh, to, to prop her up and defeat me. And so we need grassroots supporters across the country. Um, and other than that, you know, I just need to stay on message and keep reminding voters exactly what you said. We have one opportunity to halt this leftist march, and that is taking back the U.S. Senate in November. And my race is the 51st seat and a key to us taking back the majority. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Indisputable if you look at the map. And if you want to learn more about Adam Laxalt in that crucial race, Adam L-A-X-A-L-T, Laxalt, you can Google him. Adam, we appreciate your time today. Look forward to having you back as we chug toward November. Thank you. AdamLaxalt.com. I appreciate it. There you go. Adam Laxalt on The Guy Benson Show. He's the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate in that hyper-important race, maybe the biggest swing race in the country for Senate out there in the Silver State. Well, we're just getting started on The Guy Benson Show. We'll take a quick break. We will come right back on this Thursday edition. Stay with us. That was this week's edition of The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.